0: Hello and welcome into to another Red Out Podcast. My name's Colonel Stewart. We're coming at you. I uh, got a lot of Western football sports talk to talk about. Um, just a reminder, guys, if you wouldn't mind, on YouTube, do the little plus, the pleasantries there. Like, share, and subscribe. We appreciate your support. And uh, we also offer chapters. So if you wouldn't mind, you can click through to the sections of the podcast that you like to listen to. Uh, but stick with us. Hey! how about them
1: tops son
0: you're listening to the red out podcast i am not ashamed to admit in the past i've needed a therapist we all need someone, and it's a strong person who can admit it. I talked to my doctor, who referred me to a therapist, and I really didn't have much say as to who the therapist was. But with this episode sponsor, BetterHelp, you do. You can filter out who you would like to talk to, age, gender, religion, and more to pair you with the person who works best for you. And if the person isn't exactly who you are wanting, you're not stuck. You and switch counselors. BetterHelp strives to offer affordable, professional, and accessible online therapy. So go to betterhelp.com slash redout today to save 10%. By doing this, you not only support us, you can work toward a brighter, healthier you. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Yes, thank you to BetterHelp. We appreciate your support. Uh, like I said, if you use the affiliate link, uh, betterhelp.com forward slash redout, uh, you can save yourself 10%. <clears throat> And you also support us too, so we appreciate that. Um, so Matt, how's it going, buddy? Good, man. How are you doing? Good. I tell you what, um, I know we really haven't talked about it a lot on the segment, uh, but I have actually done fairly well on FanDuel. Okay. I uh, I know we're kind of jumping into it here, but. Um, I, uh, I've, of course, I've kind of continued trying to um, not necessarily make a profit, but uh, make some money on, heck, I mean, sorry, I was trying to log in so I could see the odds and how everything's been going, but, um, but like with, uh, if you use um, like the link, like some of my friends have done, um, it gives me some money, it gives you some money. Um, and, uh, I think it gives a hundred bucks each way for what's called a bonus bet. Um, so, I mean, and it it's actually really pays off for the people. Um, basically you get $10 free, but you just can't cash out the $10. So, or a hundred dollars, whatever. How much are you ever? becoming an addict? No, I'm okay.
1: You gambler. You need to call the red line.
0: I know. Right. Um, if you have problems with gambling, please call. Um, but no, we, um, no, I, no, actually, what I did was, is I put, I put a little money on Western versus um, that team we played last week, Louisiana Tech. <laughs> <laughs> I put, um, what it was, is I had bonus bucks left over. Um, I had 180 bonus bets. That
1: sounds like um,
0: And so I spread those over, a, over four bets. What I did, or through, yeah, four bets. I did Western over five and a half Western Kentucky to win and over points 60.5. Um, and I made, of course I did $45 bet and the odds was plus two sixty, So that gave me about 117 bucks. Uh, and then I did, I did the under as well. Cause I had, I had it's free money basically. And of course I didn't get that. I did the under. Right. Um, and then which, by the way, it would have paid out if our offense and defense had actually come back on in the second half. Or offense, anyway. Um, yeah, no and deal. then, of course, I took Western to win and over uh, the other, and I ended up making about say, almost $80. Bucks. Um, wow. And then, I actually had one more game because I had um, what they called a profit boost. Um. So basically that is just a double down of the odds. So this was, um, uh, I can't find where my, um, where the odds are, but, um, oh, okay, here it is. Um, so I was, it, it's, it basically doubles it. So at one, one of the bets I did was plus 240 and the other, it ended up being plus 480. So I was like, okay. Um, you know, you're going to double whatever I've got on it. So I started looking at games last week. So I looked at the big one everybody was talking about, at least around here, was Georgia versus Kentucky. So, yeah, and that's what I said, too. I was like, Georgia's okay. And this is the analogy I have told all of my family and basically anybody who would listen. Um, Georgia, or let me back up. Kentucky is like a Camaro, okay? It's fair, uh, you know. It's just a Camaro. You go to the you go to the lot. You pick it up. You pay for it. That's it's what you get. Georgia is like a Dodge Viper, or or uh, you know what is it the um, the Hellcat, the De- the Dodge Demon. Like the it's a beast. They are a beast. Um, the only crack in the armor, so to speak. I thought, was the game they played against Auburn, which they beat them by seven points, and I was like, hmm, that doesn't look too good for them. And then, of course, I looked at Kentucky's schedule, and I thought, well, have they played anybody? The only person they played was Florida. So, it's one of those I was like, I can't justify putting a bet on that. So, I started looking down through the list, and I found Oklahoma versus Texas. Mm -hmm. And I actually put money on Oklahoma to win that game.
1: Oh wow! And I
0: actually got, I actually, I, well, honestly, um, of course, I'm not doing anything drastic. First off, they're $10 wagers. Mm-hmm. Um, I did Oklahoma to win and over the points, which was 60.5. I thought that's easy. Texas and Oklahoma, both are averaging over 30 points a game. Mm-hmm. Um, basically it's a coin toss as to who would win. And then I put Oklahoma uh, plus six and a half and over, uh, the 60.5 uh, and over the spread. Sorry. I did the money line and total points and I did spread and total points. Um, and I actually did pretty good. Um, I didn't watch the game and I didn't go to the game cause I'm not an Oklahoma fan. So, you know, it's whatever, but, um, you know, I, we, uh, I, my brother texted me and he's like, he's like, you lucky dude. Of course he didn't say dude, but And I was like, what? And he sends me a picture, and it's four seconds to go, and Texas has the ball, and Oklahoma had just scored that last second or last minute, basically, touchdown with 15 seconds to go in the game. Right. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. So, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so I got lucky there. Have you done any uh, wagering, or do you want to plead the fifth?
1: I actually haven't yet. Um, I want to um i just i've been so swamped to work i haven't set stuff up and all that crap but i need to. no no it's fine
0: no it's fine i mean i i mean i understand completely um i honestly like i can easily see how people get addicted to this i really can't
1: oh, yeah. um I mean, you just made how much i mean obviously you you had a good run and and i'm
0: honestly i'm not going to um I've got, I've got, I've got $50 in the account and that's basically from winnings and I just withdrew the rest of it. Um, but from the Western game, um, I have about 200 bucks and from the other, I made about 200 bucks, but I only withdrew the 150 and I left $50 in it. So, um, so I, cause what I plan on doing is just doing like a a simple $10 bet, you know, on Western or whoever per week and then just be like, Hey, these are my picks, you know?
1: Yeah, I got you. This
0: is what I would recommend, you know? Um, And, uh, but that's, that's just where I'm at. And uh, of course, looking at, looking ahead to Western's game. And I don't know how we should talk about this. Is this technically our bye week or is this just a late game week?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, obviously we need to talk about it because we have a, we have a game before we have another podcast, so.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, technically, <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, so, I mean, we, we're going to be playing Jacksonville State uh, next Tuesday, which is so weird. Um, but since we're talking uh, Vegas odds, uh, currently, as of Wednesday night, uh, Western is getting four and a half, and we are, aren't we in Jacksonville State? Am I wrong there?
1: Yeah, uh, Jacksonville State.
0: It is in Alabama at Jacksonville State, um, and they're giving us four and a half. And the total points is sixty one point five total points. Um, I easily could see Western covering.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, I think I
0: think we could do total points easy.
1: Yes, um, I think that possibly could be one. Also, at four and a half, I mean one issue with Jacksonville state was they had t- not one, but two possibly injured quarterbacks. So uh, the chances that they don't have some kind of issues or, you know, maybe WKU gets a couple hits on them or something and they knock one of them out. Um, they really struggled against Liberty once they started having some injury issues. So um, I would one or both of them are either out or banged up. And so I think just, the odds on that uh, plus the fact that I think WKU would likely cover anyway. Yeah. That's a small number for WKU to cover. If WKU is going to win in your mind. Four and a half is not that much to think. Um, You know, maybe take the – take WKU at uh, minus four and a half. Yeah, I think
0: so. Um, I don't think your odds would be really well, but I think what you could do – Um, if you're looking at it is you could definitely do, um, you can either take Western with the, uh, with a money line, kind of like a parlay bet, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Um, if you took Western and you took, um, either total points, let's see, I'll just do total points just to see what it is. Um, it's not going to pay out a lot. It's paying out 155 if you do over 61 and a half if you do under you're going to get 153 plus 153 yeah so what that means is is american odds is based around $100 um so if you bet $100 and what if you bet $100 and the odds are plus 153 then you would make $153 to your $100 bet um now the straight money line odds is a -205 um, so what that means is, is when it's a minus, is you have to bet two hundred and five dollars to win ten dollars uh, or a hundred dollars. I'm sorry. So you would have to bet double just to win one. But if you do it as a parlay, um, let me see here. There we go. I was just trying to see what my um. Sorry. Okay. Here we go. I'm trying to, let me clear these out. Cause these are starting to mess with me. Here we go. I okay. If so if we,
1: it. I love it, man. <laughs> well,
0: I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying. Um, cool, cause I mean, I did, I did struggle early on with it. And, uh, one of our former co-hosts, I mean, Ross, I mean, I know he'd be on if we could do this later, but, um, he was, he was like, God, man, that was awful. So I thought I've got to rework this. Um, but if you do Western, we'll just say the money line with Western, and you do the spread. Um, it is uh, where is that? Sorry, I'm trying to find this. Oh, it won't let me do the spread and Western. So evidently, it's not going to do that. That's what's up. Okay.
1: Okay. I was going to comment on the the total the total points score because. Go ahead. Was, you said it was sixty-one and a half. That's what it's got right now. Is sixty-one and a half. So my immediate reaction to that is uh, be careful about betting it either way because WKU and Jacksonville State both average about 30. Um, WKU is inconsistent, and you never know, hey, are they going to throw 21 points away in the second half uh, on defense by showing up? Also, Jacksonville State um, only gives up – they give up less than 20 a game. Yeah. I think it – I mean, I guess statistically maybe I would lean to taking the under on that, but also you never know if this is going to be the breakout game and WKU shows up. So I honestly don't know if I would mess with uh, that 61.5 at this point. If it goes a little lower or higher, then maybe you could make a reaction, but I think that feels like a – I mean, it's a pretty good line that makes me wonder could it seriously go either way. Um, So – I don't know if I'd mess with that, but I definitely would feel good about minus four and a half taking WKU, something like that. Um, like as a straight up bet, if you're a little nervous about four and a half, whatever. Um, but those would be what I would lean to if we're talking a WKU bet for sure. Yeah.
0: Um, I think if Western, okay. Hypothetically, if Western did win, they would be over 40, four and a half. I'm sorry. Um Yeah.
1: Most likely, but um, <laughs> there's a reason that, that uh, sometimes people lose that money because something weird happens and, you know, Western's up 10, there's a pick six in the last second or, or whatever, and they only win by three or whatever. Yeah, and I
0: mean, that's – and I mean, honestly, last week I – with uh, with uh, Law Tech, I I probably wouldn't have won my bet if Western hadn't tanked the second half. So I really wasn't complaining. I mean, it sounds bad, but the that's it's the truth. Once you know Western was up, and I thought, well, there goes my spread bet. Um Yeah, and it's like, so I guess I'll get money line, you know, on the, but I'm not going to get total points unless Western goes over seventy. And it's like, so you know. Uh, luckily, um, I guess, luckily Western was able to hold off, uh, hold off uh, law tech spoiler alert. We'll talk about that here in just a second, but, um, uh, sorry. We'll, we'll talk a little volleyball real quick and we're going to talk some basketball. Um, but, uh, it looks like, um, it! I don't know if it's going to show it to me. Um, conference USA announced volleyball's slate. Of weekly award winners Monday, uh, and the tops remain undefeated in Conference USA action. Uh, they swept Liberty and Jackson State this week, and middle hitter Gabby Gabby Wee was named the Conference USA Freshman of the Week. Her second war, honor of the season, so congratulations to her. Uh, she's averaging 1.46 kills, which is better than some 12-year-olds on Call of Duty. The WKU middle hitter hit .333. Um, through the week, marking her eighth in the league and hitting percentage over four matches with nine kills off of 15 swings. Uh, we hit 400 in the five set thriller over Liberty and worked the defensive side of the net, stuffing a career high of seven blocks from the middle. So congratulations to her. Let's see if we got any other topper.
1: I will say something that I think is newsworthy um, that we didn't mention last week. WKU volleyball did fall out of the polls. It, they didn't do anything wrong. They didn't lose or anything. Um, but for whatever reason, there were some other teams that won. They did fall out. They were 27th last week. They're 26th this week, and they need, uh, 51 points to get back in the polls. So we'll, s- to get back in the top 25. So we'll see if they get there, um, sometime in the next couple weeks. Um, they did play four games this week. So maybe that'll, maybe that'll help out. But, um, actually that that's uh, that's after the four games so we'll see if they get back in the top 25 they will eventually if they keep winning yeah uh, but yeah they're right there on that edge of top 25 again so yet another good year it hasn't been a top 25 show like it has the last few years but obviously they're they're the worst they've been is number 27 i think we should take that yeah that would be a good bet um I think that's just a matter of time
0: though. Um, but um, yeah. And good luck to the, to the lady tops. I'm sure they've got, let's see. I'm sorry. I haven't had a lot of time today to do a lot of uh, podcast homework. Yeah. So I've, I was at, uh, we, my uh, parents and my daughter and I went to the Louisville zoo. So that was a lot of fun today. Yeah, it show. was, uh, it was, it was fun. Um, it, of course, we got out of the zoo right at rush hour traffic. So it was like, Oh, this is
1: great. Wonderful.
0: Yes. So, uh, it was one of those where it was like, you know, we're walking, driving down the road and go three foot stop, go three foot stop. And you know, my mom's like, "Oh, that's a hamburger place. I'm like, if you're hungry, go up there and order something. you got plenty of time. We're not going anywhere.
1: Yeah. They play, I don't know if you pulled it up yet. They play New Mexico State at New Mexico State. That'll be interesting with the travel and everything on Friday yes. and Saturday. Yes. I'm gonna mark I'm gonna put that in the show notes real quick. Um
0: it, sit still. Um so we've got New Mexico State. Um
1: That should be that should be an easy WKU sweep. Um, but you never know going out west, elevation whatever um new opponent too they've never really played new mexico state so we'll see how they do but hopefully they just keep on rolling like like normal yeah i think
0: i think the late tops will do okay um you know coach hudson's done a really great job with the ladies and i think they are um i think they'll be prepared um they will be back in action on the 20th after new mexico state um so we'll talk more about them next week and we'll see um if, uh, Miss Gabby can get some more awards cause she's doing amazing so far. All right. Come on now. i me in my calendar.
1: Yeah. I love the depth that they have. There's so many good young players. Like the last few years, it's been, uh, you know, Paige Briggs and, uh, and, uh, i oh, shoot the, um, oh, what was her name? Dad gummit. I just went totally blank. But the, the other girl that was the, I mean, she was hitting like 400 all year. Um, the last four years. Anyway, whatever her name was, I totally just went blank on who that is. Um, yeah. And I remember those, it was those two. And now, honestly, I think it's way more spread out. And WKU actually has some options that, you know, an opposing defense doesn't really know which way they're going to go. So it's kind of nice to see. Uh, well, we've got Callie, Callie Bear,
0: I think it's Bauer, right. Caller, Callie, Callie, sorry, sorry, Callie, Callie Bauer, and Abby Schaefer. Uh, or two of the g- girls who did really well against Jacksonville State, um, and Then we got Paige Briggs who opened up the match uh, with back-to-back kills against
1: Jacksonville State. Um, so, and then, I was thinking of then we've got Matthews. Kaylee Cox. Do what? Lauren Matthews is the the girl that I was thinking of. She was the you know superstar, all American, whatever. So it was her and Paige Briggs um, that were the standout stars. Um, but this year it's a little more balanced, and that's honestly nice to see because I think it makes it more difficult to, to match up.
0: Yeah. Uh, I I, honestly like Western's women is so much above the competition as far as, you know, volleyball goes typically Um, at least in conference wise, because they just, they just dominate and it's, it's great to see. I wish, I mean, honestly, and I, I mean, some Western fans may hate this idea and I don't know, but, you know, if Coach Helton never leaves, I think we should just move Travis Hudson to football. I mean, it's just my thought, but I'm just kidding. saying. I mean, I think he would do great, and then that would just move him up into getting his statue uh, for that game. So, um, Okay, so, Matt, I'm going to let you talk some basketball real quick, and then we'll get into our football talk.
1: Yeah, so just, just real quick, I know it's not deep into basketball season, but obviously we have... Uh, they've brought Hilltopper Hysteria back, so want to make sure people know about that. It's October 26th, obviously, at Dill Arena. Um, that is a Thursday. Um, so make sure – at 6.30. So make sure you come out, support the top, see what's going on. Uh, because of COVID, they had uh, they had quit doing that. Um, but it's back, and uh, I think it's a really good opportunity to see what's going on with both men's and women's basketball. Um, <clears throat> but – just one to highlight. We haven't talked a ton of basketball yet, and it's getting to that time of year. I personally love basketball just as much as football. Um, if okay. not. <laughs> what? Are, are you, are you play football? That's all you do? <laughs> okay, Andrew Jackson. Hey, I will. I hey, will man. admit I am biased towards
0: football. I, I'm. I'm okay with that. Well, I mean, I'm I can admit that. that. To my heart, too, buddy. I
1: mean, you I know, was,
0: I, but Matt, Matt. You know, denial is not just a river in Egypt, buddy. Okay. (laughs) I said that to somebody one day. I said that to somebody one day and they just stared at me like I was an idiot. What? And I was like, I was like, denial, you know, like the Nile. And they
1: were like, oh, right, right. Okay. Okay. So it was a good joke. It's a good joke. It was excellent. Excellent work, Devin. I'm going to move on, though. (laughs) <laughs> um, <laughs> thanks, thanks So Western, uh, about the schedule One thing to, to note It definitely is kind of a, a softer schedule It seems like that's going to be the approach of of Lutz In some ways, not to demean him But it's definitely a little weaker schedule um, And uh, so I would, I would hope that WKU does pretty well Against this non-conference schedule um, I do think that Conference USA honestly brought in some strength in, in men's basketball, so um, it'll be interesting to see how we fare. Um, but obviously it was his, nearly historically good last year. Obviously had a Final Four team and a um, bunch of teams that probably deserved to be in the tournament. Um, as far as the roster, just want to go through real quick and just kind of talk about who we have on the roster. I'm just going to run straight through by number just because it's easy Um, on WKU website. Just kind of comment. There's uh, Rodney Howard, um, 6'11", forward, 250 pounds. He's a fifth-year guy, and he uh, transferred from Georgia Tech. um, So I think he could be a pretty good piece. Uh, Fallujah is back, um, 6'11", guy, redshirt junior. So he still has – potentially at least one more year left with us. Um, so hopefully he, he kind of develops uh, some more and can really be relied on and hopefully used correctly. Yeah. Um, Don McHenry is a guy that uh, Lutz picked up. Um, and, again, a lot of these guys came. It took a few weeks to kind of get some of these pieces falling, but um, it's, it's nice to see we have some decent pieces that I think – could be pretty competitive. We'll see how they all come together. But he was at Indian Hill uh, Community College, not Country Club, uh, but it is Indian Hill CC. <laughs> so, uh,
0: but anyway, yeah, I can see that. Let's is like, man, I need a, I need a guy to play forward or center. Um, hey, what are you doing? Uh, sorry, sir, I was, I'm a caddy. Oh yeah, you well now you're playing basketball. So let's go.
1: Right, yeah, but he was a, uh, um, all American uh, as a. As a JUCO guy, so quality pickup. Um yeah. certainly certainly a pretty decent looking prospect. Um and a, a lot of these guys can shoot. I, I like the pieces that he's put together. Jalen Jackson, fifth year guy. Um Christian Lander is back. Um Babacar Fay is a guy that was um he was at College of Charleston, I believe. Um and he, he was a good role player for them. They were a tournament team. So he's brought in some guys that have some good experience. Brandon Newman's a guy from Purdue um, that had some connections to Coach Lutz. And um, seems like he could be a pretty good uh, player as well, one of the core guys. Dante Allen, obviously we know about Dante, and he's shown uh, a lot of ability. And hopefully he kind of puts it together and has a consistent year. Hopefully could be kind of player of the year-esque or, or you know, first team all-conference or something um, because we really need him to step up since we had some guys transfer out. Uh, <clears throat> Davion. but um, Cincinnati. <laughs> anyway. Uh, or he went to Xavier, but he's in Cincinnati. The city of Cincinnati. Anyway. Terrion um, Murdox, another guy. Uh, they got a lot of... Seniors and uh, grad transfers. Um, he's another one that's a graduate. Uh, BJ Marable. Uh, I don't know much about him. Let me see. At Triton. Um, I don't remember much about him. He was at UNC Asheville, some um, high, highly rated in the state of Tennessee. Uh, coming out of high school. So there's a lot of interesting pieces here that you kind of wonder, okay, there's no guy that has like a huge resume besides maybe Dante Allen of scoring big on the college level. Um, So like is somebody going to step up and be a superstar? Are they all going to be kind of a lunch pail come together and uh, just kind of team effort type type of feel? We don't know. Um, so just to finish off the rest of the roster, Jack Edelin, Jalen Dorsey, Enoch Columbe, Tyro Marshall's back. Tegan Moore's a young freshman and Tyler Olden. So, um, just wanted to run through and let people know who's out there. Go check it out and and look at the website and kind of get to know these guys, um, and give some NIL money to them or whatever. And, uh, Anyway, it looks like uh, I'm interested to see how they look in person and everything. Um, hopefully, I'll get to go to Hilltopper Hysteria, but um, I'm very interested to see how they look and how we do this year. So,
0: yeah, I agree. Um, I, I'm very interested in to see how the tops are going to do. Um, I mean, like you said, it's well, it's Coach Letts' first year. Um, I am. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm just kind of being a little apprehensive with it being his first year, but, uh, or maybe, maybe I'm just being a little more forgiving. How about that? Um, so I would encourage everybody else to, to just calm down, not freak out when all of a sudden you're not happy with the way things are going quite, you know, but, um, uh, so, but, you know, just kind of like, um, Aaron Rodgers a few years ago just relax let's just see how things pull out you know I work out so um, that's what that's what I would say um, you know just uh, sorry I'm trying to do two things um, but you know, um, you know just I don't chill know. out it'll be fine I think everything will work out with uh, Coach Lutz and if it doesn't you know we'll be moving on to the next one so right. <laughs> great yeah that's really
1: encouraging <laughs> You know, it's funny you uh, my betting talk. Okay. (laughs) That was impressive, man. I was, I was actually kind of impressed with all that. Uh, Uh, But, uh, yeah, you know, mentioning Aaron Rodgers, uh, I don't know if we should take his advice about just chilling out though, because he blew out his leg the first game he played (laughs) this I think that was
0: by design. I think the Packers were like, hey, we have held his leg together with voodoo and, uh, power flex. So let's, uh, (laughs) They're like, you know what? If he's going to go to the Jets, let's go get a chicken and take care of his knee. Um, that's that's, that's a major old. league reference for you, all, so There you go. Thank you. Um, yeah, I, I, but I think I think Coach Letts is going to be okay. I would I would give him a year though, guys. You know, honestly, um, at least that's my opinion. Let's just see how things go this year. Um, you know, he did pretty well down uh, in um, what was that? Where he was, Houston. Corpus Christi or San yeah. Antonio Corpus Christi or yeah. Texas Corpus Christi yeah. somewhere.
1: A and M Corpus Christi. Yes.
0: Christian Baptist <laughs> Buddhist Muslim University. Yes. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. But I mean, he did good down there. He made it to the, you know, made it to the dance. That's better than what we've did in the past five years. Does
1: that sound yeah. right? I mean, the man the man has an impressive resume. So I mean he worked at at two really Nice-looking jobs as an assistant. I mean, he was at Creighton and Purdue. So they have huge experience in the NCAA tournament, being ranked and all that. And then he goes to this hole in Texas and takes them from five wins to immediately winning two tournaments. Or two, uh, yeah, two conference tournaments and NCAA tournament appearances, including winning a game. So, I mean, uh, that's pretty impressive. You wonder... You know, Is is Western uh, going to be a step up from – certainly a step up in expectation. I mean, WKU fans are starving for something good uh, historically from basketball, and it just hasn't happened in the last decade. So he's certainly got a lot of expectations. But then again, we held on to Stansbury for seven years, and he never made the tournament. So he's got seven years to uh, match – or better, Rick Stansbury. So we'll see how how it all plays out. But well,
0: okay, let's let's talk hypotheticals. All right. Um, do you see Coach Letts lasting as long as San, as Stans did uh, uh, professionally in at Western? Do you see him making it seven years? <laughs>
1: uh, I mean, honestly, I would. I'm my guess is I think that he's gonna he's gonna take us back to the tournament, and he'll probably bounce somewhere else. Um, I think I don't. I'm not going to predict that he's going to win Conference USA this year. I think the guy knows what he's doing. In my opinion, I believe he knows what he's doing. I've heard good things about what he's doing. You might question some of this, the stuff that he, uh, the way that he uh, had a delay in getting any kind of recruit and stuff like that. That was kind of like, oh my gosh, what are we doing? Um, but ultimately, it worked out, and he's got a nice roster put together. I think he's going to do a good job, and I'm excited to see. I really i am clinging on to the hope that uh, Steve Lutz is the answer, and uh, I'd love to see WKU back within two or three years, and he takes off somewhere else. That would leave us in a good position financially. It would get us back where we need to be, and then we could go get a coach that continues it forward.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with that. Uh, I agree with that sentiment, especially, uh, you know, with Coach, I, I think he, I think it's a lot of possibility with him. I think we've got a lot of chances, like you said. I don't see him lasting as long as Coach stands. Um, so,
1: you know, we'll see. Are you, are you um, getting at, like, how long of a leash he would have, or are you? What I was
0: saying was is wh- whether he wins or loses, either way, if we want to look at it, um, you know, would he make it seven years? And I don't think he will. Seven years is a long time especially in college coaching at a certain team. And I think the other reason we had stands that long is because he was basically, you know, average, slightly retiring. I mean, like literally, I think the man could have retired at any time he wanted to really. Right.
1: Or am I just being, am I just being rude? No. um, I mean, I guess it's fair. I think I mean I think the reason Stan State, I think he would have taken another job if he got offered something that was way better than WKU. I think he just didn't achieve enough to get offers and yeah. but he didn't do enough to get fired either until the last year. Um, and so which I don't
0: was, know if all of that was should have been on him as much as some of the issues that came up. Whether it was culture on the team, whether it was, you know, um, you know, essentially the house of cards fell when he had
1: to step out, you know? Right. I mean, one thing that, that you always heard was he was an incredibly nice man. Uh, and he was always gracious and helpful and all that stuff. But I do think there were some things with him being so nice and everything. I think now that we've heard some things about how the program was really running and the internal stuff, it was shocking to me to know some of it, but, um, you know, hearing about how, um, you know, debatably using film, um, maybe not, um, uh, pushing the guys that hard, well, that explained why they always looked like, uh, they were struggling or that they needed to slow down or whatever, because they weren't in shape. And so I think being a nice guy had its perks, but it also kind of, uh, you need someone to to make sure that everything is pulled together, and so I think Lutz is going to run a much tighter ship, um, and I think we'll see if that pays dividends.
0: Well, and it's like well, like we've heard before that once Lutz took over right after the season ended, um, the guys were super winded for no, some of the guys, and it was like you know what were you doing? You know, I mean, I don't you know I don't understand. As far as like your you know things, you would assume you're fixing, you're coming out of the season. You just got a brand new coach. You can't be more than a week or so away from conditioning. And yet you're just completely and utterly winded and out of shape.
1: Well, I mean, Jamarian Sharp is not at WKU because of Steve Lutz's workouts. Um, you well, know, I wouldn't go to throw, throw him under the bus, but yeah. Well, no, I mean, the, uh, honestly, I mean, it is what it is. It's not like, he's a bad guy or anything stuff happened. He, he worked out, he didn't like it. And he immediately let everybody know that he was transferring. And then he, um, bizarrely was at some Western football games this year. So I don't know what's going on there, but, um, I mean, he was here like a few weeks ago, the last Western game or the one before I saw him. Yeah. The game, it was weird, but, um, Anyway, uh, supposedly he's gone to Ole Miss and, uh, you know, the rest is history. But, um, you know, we wish him luck and everything. Sometimes it's just not a fit. You know, sometimes people are not fit with certain coaching staff or whatever. I'm not taking a shot at him at all. Obviously, he's one of the greatest centers to ever play at Western, uh, statistically for sure. Yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. He's all-time leading blocks leader, and he had at least another year he could have played here. I mean,
0: Jim McDaniels was better, but sure. Okay,
1: let's go with that. Of course he was a better overall
0: player. But you bro. said statistically. I'm just going by the guy's results. I'm just saying. Led us to a Final Four. We got, what, second or third place in it. But you're taking – I mean, you know, I know you don't like Jamar Echard, but you don't have to be so disrespectful <laughs> to him, okay? Um Dude, you can so, we <laughs> go to
1: football? <laughs> yes,
0: yes, we can go to football. Uh, so last last week, Western played one half of a football game, and they got lucky in the second half, and they made me some money. Um, next, uh, but anyway, okay. no, <laughs> I
1: think, uh, uh, no. Let me seriously. rein this in here, brother. Let me rein do, this in. Do what now? <laughs> Let me rein this in, okay? <laughs> okay, okay. You talk. You do your talk, bud. You being childish, bro. Uh, uh, come on, man. Come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's, our Brady. Brady. That's our Bobby Rainy. That's <laughs> our Bobby
0: Rainy really target. Okay. Um anyway. But seriously though, yeah. Um Western uh, I mean, at least in my opinion, uh they scored 35 points before halftime, and they scored nothing else the rest of the game. Uh, uh going into halftime, it was 35 to 7 and I mean, even the announcers were like, "This game's about to get out of hand," and I thought it was too. Um, yeah, absolutely. Honest, obviously, I'm not as big a fan that I drove down to Ruston, Louisiana. I'm sure some people flew or drove or whatever. You know, I'm glad you got the money and ability to just run off on a Thursday night, but uh, the rest of us can't. So, um, you know, honestly, Western did really well in the first half, and that offense that went out there played amazing in the second half they must have got on the bus and they had some dudes wear the same uniforms because i don't know where those guys went
1: yeah i mean it's been the same thing all year where western just takes a half off whether it's in the middle of the of the game you know second third quarter first and second third and fourth whatever western still has not and even in the middle game, it was a little bit more of a complete game. But still, it was 8-7 to seven in the second half. The offense didn't do much, especially on the scoreboard even against middle. In this game, it looked like finally we had WKU football. Like, here we are. This is who we are. This is what we're going to do the rest of this year. And then they just completely Go on, not even autopilot. Like they just turn the engine off and hope they didn't fall out of the sky. Like, and yeah. and like, honestly, if it wasn't for the defense, they would have. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the defense once again has shown uh, to me it was crazy to see people dogging on the defense. That is ridiculous. The I mean, I I have,
0: I have I
1: have I have picked at the defense,
0: and I I will say that. But in this past game, the defense saved us.
1: Yeah, I mean, here's the trend is the defense is now doing its job. They've held two straight opponents under 400 yards. That's what you need in college football, especially when you have an explosive air raid type of offense. So they're doing what they're supposed to do, and they're forcing turnovers on top of not giving up tons and tons of yardage anymore. So, yeah, the statistics are ugly overall for the year, but the last two games they've been much better. They've done what they were supposed to and they've given WKU a chance, and we've won the last two games because of the defense. So it's certainly not the defense's problem. The offense has to show what they did. Yes, step up and do what they did in the first half uh, against Middle and La Tech. Either one of those are acceptable, but you got to continue it on in the second half.
0: Yeah, and I mean, honestly, like, no joke. Um, I don't even know how many three and outs Western had in the second half uh, on offense. Um, and then, you know, we would punt. Uh, Smoke Harris would have a decent run. Um, and then you know Western would you know the defense would have to get right back out there, and then they'd come off the field, and offense would have a three or four out, you know, fumble whatever. And of course, we only had one turnover for the game, so
1: that was great. But you know, so we had five in a row to end the game. We had what? Two, three, four, three. Uh, you're talking about three and outs. Five, yeah. three and outs in a row to end the game. And honestly, like, if um, was, was that, that Washington? Who was
0: it that got the interception? Was that Washington
1: or um... Um, the interception? No, that was uh, is uh, number four, um. Hold on. Let me, I'll find it here in a second. Interception. No, you're good. Yeah. It, ESPN just has pass Anthony, intercepted. Anthony Johnson. There you go. Johnson.
0: Which, by the way, did he hurt his knee celebrating, or was that somebody else coming off the field? Do you remember that?
1: Uh, That was – wasn't that somebody else that did it earlier in the game or something? It you was, may uh, be right. You
0: may be right. It's been It's been a week. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was – um might have been uh, Bryson I mean, Washington, I think, maybe. That may have been. Because okay. he got maybe a I TFL? Got the... He got a TFL and jumped up and celebrated and then, like, limped off. It's like, oh, God. Yeah,
0: and, of course, the, the funny thing for me is, is the refs were even talking about it. They were like, oh, look at this. And it's like, what the flip, man? I was like, oh, I hope he didn't mess something up. Because he – I mean, he made Defensive Player of the Week last year, last week. Uh, you know, congratulations to him. Uh, not not La Tech Week, but the week before. Um, right. So, you know, that I mean, he had an awesome game there. And then, you know, to come out and, you know, foobar his knee because of a, you know, a, a celebration is horrible. Um, but, yeah, Western had uh, 14 first downs. lawtech had 19. Uh, we had three for 14 on third down efficiency, one of two, fourth down. Uh Lotic was four of 17, and they were four and six, four of six, uh, fourth down efficiency. So for every three, they got two fourth downs converted. That is crazy. Um, and honestly, I blame the offense for that, as backwards as that may sound, because the defense couldn't get a break and, you know, cool off and calm down because they had to go back on the field. And I yeah. imagine some of the big boys got winded real easy. Um, total yards, Western ended up with 426, LaTeX 397, passing 297, 259, rushing 129, 138, which by the way, I mean, I'm happy with 129 rushing. That's awesome. Yeah. That's fine. And uh, you know, that's great. We ended up with almost five yards per rush uh, per on average. So um, that's, I mean, another one. That's another great one.
1: Uh, and defensively, one. too, like uh, giving up 138 yards, right, but on 38 rushes. Yeah. So less than four way less than four yards a carry. I'll take that. And they have a, a good running back. I mean, you did what you could to slow them down. That, that's that's a good job, especially for this run, rushing defense. Like, hey, get in their way and don't give up 250 yards. Like, good yeah. job. That's, a, yeah. that's I mean –
0: yeah. I mean, and you can't, I can't fault the defense on that. Yeah. So uh, I'm completely happy with their performance on that end. Um, and I mean, even we had, we were four 4 penalties for 43 yards. They had seven penalties for 55. Uh, we had one interception that uh, was thrown and they had two interceptions thrown. Uh, and the lucky thing for us was that last interception was with what, a minute to go or something, less than a minute to go. Um, because LaTeX was going was trying to score in a, basically yeah, a two minute out. drill.
1: Yeah, they're trying to tie the game and we picked it off. So
0: Yeah, so luckily Western pulls out the W there. Um and uh, you know, it it was a very frustrating second half to watch.
1: Absolutely. At least
0: yeah. at, at least at, in my mean, opinion.
1: You look like for me, I don't take issue with you know, giving up a couple touchdowns or something, but at some point you got to respond and realize, okay, we can't just fart around and do nothing. And I understand they're not thinking, hey, let's just, you know, let's just go three and out and give it back to them and we'll win this game. Obviously not. But, and there were some drops, by the way, there were some things that happened besides just, uh, you know, just sitting there doing nothing. But I mean, You've got to like have that killer instinct. You got to have something that w- makes you wake up and be like, okay, we can't, we can't go five straight three and outs, which yeah. by the way, the last three and out was the kneel down. So, whatever, but four straight three and outs. And then you get lucky because your defense picks it off uh, without any time left, without any timeouts left. Okay. Uh, what, what did the offense do to seal this game? The only thing they did was the first half, and then everything else was the defense holding on. So uh, you got to have something that you wake up and realize, "Crap, we're only up two touchdowns. We got to do something." Yeah, you know. Yeah. And instead, they just, you know, they really didn't do anything in the second half, and it was, yeah, you know, like you said, said, it was hard to watch.
0: Well, I I will tell you, I had a, a very interesting adventure trying to watch that game. I did not, my wife and I, um, we ended up, we've changed our, um, our Hulu package. Um, so we don't have live TV anymore. Um, and I did not, I thought that we had ESPN through another ability to watch that. And so I was like, oh snap. So I was, I found a website that I could watch it on, um, so I watched the game on, I tried to watch the game on end, and every so many minutes it would kind of time out or something, so I'd have to reload it and redo it. Um, so the first half was just spotty as all get out. I didn't get to see hardly any of it, but we were winning, so I got to see the last few minutes of the f- first half. Uh, then the second half, I got to watch most of it, and we had issue after issue. Well, uh, I got to see the interception, and my phone is at like 2 or 3% battery, and I'm sitting there watching the game. Of course, everybody else has gone to bed, and I'm like, okay, okay, you know. And then the refs, which by the way, I'm pretty sure those refs reviewed every single flipping thing that night. Did they not? It
1: was it was a lot. Was it five or six reviews or something? Probably. It was.
0: I thought it was. I thought it was a little bit overkill, but any any call that was relatively arguable, I won't even say close. I will say arguable. They reviewed it everything and I'm like this is making the game so slow. Didn't they review um, something
1: that was like 1 yard? There was yeah. some tight in that that went out of bounds a yard earlier or something. Yeah. And they reviewed it and it was 1 yard. But we spent like 2 or 3 minutes figuring it out. Like
0: Well, even even with um well even with Austin Reed, they did a review on his little run to make to see where he went to. Which well,
1: that, was, that was reasonable. They ended up overturning it and whatever. That's what I was about to say. It, was, it wasn't completely ridiculous it was completely ridiculous to see where he landed excessive.
0: because that was a very key moment in the game. But at the same point, it was like, oh, can we just go on, guys? We have to review everything. Well, anyway. Give us the first down. Let us win. Come on. Yes. Man. Yes. That's all we need. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, so – Basically what I was getting at is I've got like two or 3% of battery left and they come running up and they go, the previous play is under further review. And I was like, (laughs) and so then all of a sudden my phone goes black, black screen. And I was like, oh crap, did my phone just die? So I take off, run in, plug it up in the bedroom, grab my iPad, which is my iPad, but it's been basically inherited by my child because she's just taking it over. And I'm trying to get the game pulled up. And when I got it pulled up, we were in the victory formation. So I was like, oh, sweet. Thank God. Okay. Uh, but yes, it was a very, uh, very fun interaction for me there. And it was like, this is ridiculous. But, uh, yeah. you know, Western Western pulled it out, pulled the wind out. So uh, they were able to uh, win that one, um, luckily. Um, but honestly, you know, I don't know. Do you have any... Uh, do you have any closing thoughts on Western versus Law Tech?
1: I mean, you know, and I'll, I'll, I know we're running low on time, whatever, so I'll just kind of wrap some thoughts in there. I mean, honestly, <laughs> I don't know what to think of this team so far. I mean, obviously, we played six games, but how do you know how to feel about them? Like, if you, uh, if you had said, hey, we're going to be four and two and, you know, undefeated in conference, I feel like you kind of take that. I mean, it might be – you might wish to be five and one and have beaten Troy, but other than that, like a, a close loss to Troy and you know, obviously a loss to Ohio State, oh well. Um, but when you look at how they've performed within the games, it's like, Good lord, this team could be so much better than they are. And yeah. I hope I hope ultimately I hope that it starts to come together because um it's concerning, you know. Like you've got two huge games coming up here. Jacksonville State knows what they're doing. They're five and two. The only loss they have in conferences to Liberty, and it was a pretty close game until the very end. Um, and then you have Liberty the week after, uh, who is going to freaking eat our lunch if we don't get <laughs> if we don't get together. So um, I'm hoping that we turn the corner. Maybe that first half was a sign of the Tops finally getting healthy and coming together, but, man, it's, it's tough you know what to think of them. I don't know.
0: I mean, it is – I mean, honestly, if you would have told me in week zero preseason that, you know, this is where we would be and this team would not – you wouldn't be able to lock it down as to where they are, um, I would have told you you were full of crap because you know you're looking at Austin Reed and these guys and you're like well you know I don't you know you, you're full of it you, there's no way no possible way um but with uh, you know where we've where we are um with the inconsistency on offense with I uh, and and I know you're you're taking up for the defense a little bit but they do have some inconsistencies as far as everything goes this
1: Oh, one hundred percent. I'm not thrilled I've, with the defense, but they are showing signs of being decent. And yes, taking I'll give care you of business and getting better.
0: Yes, and you know we just need more consistency on both sides of the ball. Um, you know, offense taking care of the ball, defense, you know, doing their thing, um, getting the ball. Uh, and I mean, even the announcers were calling us the takeaway tops, which, by the way, coolest nickname ever. Um, yeah, we'll take it. But uh, you know, I, I. I'm happy with the win. We did great. I'm, you know, but we can improve um, and we can show up for the second half is basically my final thoughts there. Um, Now, next Tuesday on October 17th. Now right here, it says ESPNU.
1: And I swear last week it said ESPNU. It did. They moved it because all the MLB playoffs uh, went to nothing and they didn't have a third game in the, in the wild card series. <laughs> so that's why we, we flexed to ESPN because there wasn't anything else that they were going to show. Yeah. Volleyball.
0: Cause that's what was on ESPNU. Cause that's where I was. Yeah,
1: well, they moved that up from ESPN plus, I guess. I don't
0: know. Uh, yeah. Cause I went, I went to U, and I'm like, Where's the flipping game? There's no <laughs> game here. What's going on? Yeah, uh, and then, of course, we started, like, I got in our group chat, and everybody's like, it's ESPN, it's ESPN. I'm like, oh, snap. Um, you got it. No, no, not me. Come on, dude. Um, I'm too poor to pay attention. Anyway, Western is playing on ESPNU on October 17th, which is next Tuesday. At 7: 30 p.m we are going to be in Jacksonville State uh, that is Alabama uh, it's right next to Greenbow Alabama but anyway it's um, we're gonna be playing them they're I mean and like you said Jacksonville State's right behind us in the rankings as far as uh, conference USA goes uh, yeah. they they are a first year FBS team if I'm not mistaken correct they are yes
1: um, and well, I mean, Rich Rod, too Rich Rodriguez. Okay, um, so a lot of people would recognize Rich Rodriguez from Michigan and some other. Um, I think it was at Arizona. Um, so he's had some big time jobs, and he, you know, got fired for sexual harassment, whatever. And now he's at Jacksonville State, um, complaining about their budget and press conferences. By the way, I don't know if you saw that, but like, no. yeah, apparently he his thing for uh, why Liberty was. He didn't really say this is why liberty's better or something, but he was like, "What's their budget versus ours?" He's like, "I guarantee you, we're less." I'm like, "Are you really?" <laughs> yeah, he's like, <laughs> "You're digging me. a hole, man! Like you're pissing your fan base off. You're crapping on your recruiting efforts. Like, what are you doing, man? Like he looked <laughs> he's like a
0: he's forty.
1: Yeah. Anyway, yeah, but he didn't look like a <laughs> like a beast. He looked like a freaking idiot. Yeah." Um, I know. So, anyway, um, good solid team. A big surprise, like probably the surprise of Conference USA football for sure. I mean, they're, uh, if they find a way to beat WKU, they're one of the two or three uh, teams that are going to make the, possibly make the Conference USA championship game. Um, So, I mean, they're right in there and uh, doing a heck of a job. And, uh, I'm, I'm definitely nervous about this one. I think it could easily go the other way. So I think we'll see what happens. Oh, okay. All right. Um, no, I'm not, no predicting I think we'll win, but I, 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 no faith. Started- I, hear you.
0: I heard you, I heard you. No faith in the tops. I heard you. Um, no, they, um, I mean, like you said, I mean, this team's this seems dangerous, um, they threw up uh 45 points against MTSU, we threw up 31. Now, granted, we held MTSU to 10, but MTSU scored 30 against them, so I don't know if that's a indication of their defensive well, defensive lack or well, here's, what here's, here's
1: is. what happened in that game, Devin is uh middle was up huge in that game. Uh Oh yeah, and, and they came and, back, didn't they? Jacksonville state came all the way back and ended up winning by two touchdowns, like outscored them Something to nothing in the second half. It was something ridiculous. Um, oh gosh. Yeah, so definitely an explosive, possibly explosive team. They also have a defense that's holding teams under twenty points a game. Um, they they're holding people uh, about three hundred sixty yards of offense, and they force a ton of turnovers, which is interesting um, because that certainly it'll be interesting to see who forces more turnovers. Um, with both teams being um, so prolific at that. Um, It's really an interesting matchup. Um, One thing that I noticed is kind of random time of possession. Both teams suck at it. (laughs) Uh, So (laughs) can can anyone keep the football ever? Um, Because uh, I didn't look at WKU's time of possession, but uh, Jacksonville State, only averages 24 minutes and 16 seconds a game time of possession, despite being five and two. So it'll it'll be interesting to see if one team kind of dominates time of possession or if neither team really cares. If it's even, who knows? But um, time of possession could be an indication of how the game is going, positive or negative in some ways. Um, I, will, I, will
0: say, I will say um – just kind of going by stats here. Uh Jacksonville State, uh it looks to me that they are more rush uh rush oriented than pass oriented where we are obviously yeah, more pass oriented. Weird,
1: they run a weird offense. They run almost they run some triple option
0: um but out of the shotgun. Um, okay. I mean, I guess I could see that. Um
1: yeah. So they they kind of do like a somewhat an I guess RPO-ish kind of thing um but they run a triple option, really. So they have the option to, um, to keep it for the quarterback, to pitch it. Um, and then they have another guy. Like, they'll run a receiver next to him. It's an odd triple option. Um, but it's been pretty effective, and it's obviously messing with people. Um, yeah. It's been effective. And, um, yeah, they, they have a s- interesting kind of junky offense, but they obviously um, controlled uh, the, the pace of their games and obviously have done pretty well at five and two. Um, but it's interesting. One thing that I just noticed, too, that stands out, we're talking about stats, uh, they have 25 sacks on the year um, in seven games. So that's that's a healthy number there on yeah. game. Um, and they've only given up nine. Uh, so, which is very solid. I think we're spoiled. We've only given up three all year, which is incredible. Um, but nine is also a very solid number there too. So uh, they they seem to do a a pretty good job up front, and it's definitely something we need to we're going to need to pay attention to. And uh, gosh, if you can keep them under two sacks, that'd be a huge win, given how good they are up front.
0: Well, I will say one thing for Jacksonville State. Um, there's a game I just pulled up here and it's not a, an opponent that is going to be, I mean, a lot of people may scoff at this, but it's Sam Houston, uh, Jacksonville played Sam Houston and ended up going into overtime with them. Now here's the thing with Jacksonville. They only had 17 minutes of possession. Mm -hmm. Is that not wild? That's seven. Then of course, Jacksonville, they gave them minus seven in this game. Uh, It was September 28th is when they played. But in the first half, Sam Houston was up Mm 21-7. Jacksonville tied it up 28-all with 13 seconds to go in the game. And obviously they went into overtime, uh, and Jacksonville ended up winning that game by seven. But uh, Jacksonville also had to go for a two-point conversion in the fourth quarter. So this is a team that's not—they're not, not going to give up very easily. Evidently, yeah. I mean, you've got this. They got—they got the same Houston game here, and then they got the game against uh, MTSU, that's like you good. said, where they were behind. Uh, I'm going to pull that one up because I want to see how that score looked. Because that game sounds pretty wild too. Um, do what now?
1: It was crazy. I mean, it was- I mean, I
0: didn't. I mean, I'm not a fan, so I didn't go and I didn't uh, watch that. But I mean, that's. Um,
1: <laughs> they it was uh in the second half. Yes, was.
0: we've uh, we've got um it, to go into halftime. It was twenty three to seven. MTSU's up. Kind of sounds familiar. Kind of like last week. Uh, the third quarter. Uh, Jacksonville State scored. Um, uh, what seventeen points there. So they're leading by one and then they ended up scoring three touchdowns in the fourth quarter and MTSU only scored one touchdown in the fourth quarter. So this team is a
1: late charge team in my opinion. Yeah. So it's huge, huge. Like we've talked about to play a complete game and not fart around and let them get back in the game. Let's say that gets up two or three scores or more. Um, you know, you can't, you can't play around. You can't, I don't know, you can't be like the the lion playing with the food when the food's not dead. Like, you got to finish that thing off. Get that, yeah. get that antelope down, you yeah. know? I mean, of course, this game was
0: played in uh, Murfreesboro with a whopping 13,000 people there. So, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm sure the crowd was really into that game. But, again... Jacksonville averaged 25 minutes of possession time. Yeah. That is just wild. Um are they do they do like do they do like uh um you know high tempo you know stuff
1: or I mean what are we looking at here? I you know I wish I would have been able to see the whole game against uh Liberty. I mean, I what are you a- doing? What are you doing? Well my stupid DVR. Let me tell you <laughs> Devin. <laughs> my freaking DVR. It said it recorded *Impractical Jokers*, but it didn't. And oh my god. god! I set it to record the w the uh the the game, and then I turned off the timer on the *Impractical Jokers*, and it turned out that the DVR was really turning off the timer of the freaking game. So I get on, I get up there because we've been working on cleaning up our house and stuff for an appraisal tomorrow, and um this freaking DVR. Doesn't have the the game on there at all, and it's like I think it was it was late, and Liberty was starting to take the lead. So I got to see a little bit of it, but uh, not the part that really would have told me much. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but I did I did have enough time to notice that they do the triple option. It's kind of funky, and uh, it's definitely something that we'll have to have some assignment football. You know, hats on a ball, don't miss tackles. Um, you know, no back slinging.
0: Is that what I said. No more slinging,
1: yeah. Jeez. That was a frustrating thing to watch the other night, too. Yeah, I definitely, I mean, you want to see good fundamental defense. I honestly I think that we should handle this, um, but they're, they're definitely dangerous, and I would not sneeze at Rich Rodriguez being a factor here. I mean, he is a good coach, he knows what he's doing. And he's got him going in a super positive direction, and you better pay attention to him because obviously they're coming, and we need to we need to be ready. It's on the road, um, you know. Hopefully, we we show up and do exactly what we're supposed to, or we could get we could get bamboozled, and they could end up winning. Yep. Uh, do you have a prediction? Um, I, I'll, I'll give you one. I haven't. I haven't been able to study this one yet. Um, it's still early. You know, we got several days until uh, the game, and so I haven't deeply studied it. But I'll say I still believe that WKU is heading in the right direction. I, I sincerely hope that. I'm holding on to that hope. Um, but this week could be the week that we find out one way or another. I say that WKU um, – We'll win, and I say that it'll be thirty-eight to twenty-one. I think, I think we'll handle them. I think uh, it'll be a pretty. I think it'll be a nice performance. So we look back and say, "Okay, that was that was the moment that we beat a quality team. And we put together a real game, and um, you know, hopefully, we work out some kinks and." show show conference USA that we're legit.
0: Okay. Um, I I think that's a, that's a decent projection. I think we're going to do not quite as well, but I think the problem is, is going to be just like we deal with every week. Um, We are a um, quarter mile team, so to speak. Whereas I think Jacksonville state is the, uh, the cross country runner who is, used to taking it at the limit and running and running and running. And, you know, we're just used to the first, you know, drag race, so to speak, um, (laughs) the first quarter mile. And I think, um, you know, we're going to have a big charge early. And then I think it's going to be, you know, Jacksonville state, you know, doing their options and coming at us late. Uh, I think it's going to be 35 31, but I think tops will pull it out. Oh, okay.
1: So you're, you're going to, you're going to take Jacksonville, to to uh, for, you're gonna actually say that WKU will not cover the spread. Yes, I am saying they will not cover the spread. Interesting, but
0: we'll make total points. So there's that. Yeah, buddy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh I, I I would rather work that out than the other. But uh, yes. Uh, so definitely check back with us. Um, games next Tuesday on ESPN. U. uh, that's at 7:30 p.m uh, central standard time in Jacksonville. So don't go to the house. If you're wanting to see that one, um, you're going to be sitting there by yourself. Uh, but Western is going to be playing them. and uh, so if you're in that area, go to the game, support the tops. Yeah, by or, the way,
1: It's only like four and some change away from Bowling Green. So this is not an awful drive. If you do have a chance, go support the tops.
0: Yeah. My, uh, Matt's going. So just call him and he'll give you a ride. Uh, so, um, yeah. Y'all pay for bets. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, definitely uh, check back next week. We appreciate you listening thus far. If you have listened this far on YouTube, definitely like, share, and subscribe. We appreciate it. It helps the algorithm. It helps us. And uh, check back next week. We will do the recap for Jacksonville State this game this week. Doesn't feel like a bye week. It just feels like a really long week till our game. In my opinion, yeah. which I don't know why Jacksonville is playing on like Tuesdays and Wednesdays. It's like a JV schedule or something, but anyway, Um, so definitely check back with us next week. Like I said, and uh, we will be back talking, uh, recapping that game and talking about the game against Liberty. I think it's our next opponent after that. Um, But uh, hey guys, but hey guys, uh, just stick with us uh, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. But as always guys, go tops, go tops.